Is it allergies? Is it a common cold? Is it the flu? Is it COVID-19? Heaven forbid, here to clear up your symptoms and what you might be suffering from is Dr. Beju Malde. She is an allergist at Northwestern Medical Group in the primary and specialty care section. Hi, doctor. How are you? Good. How are you, G? Oh, thanks so much for being with us. Really appreciate you. Thanks for having me today. Um, So, of course, I'm sure you're hearing a lot about this. And since, you know, this entire pandemic started, a lot of folks confused about what their symptoms might be from. Yeah, no, this is a very appropriate time of uh, year as a lot of people are are complaining of their allergies. Um, Actually, this week is going to be especially bad for our trees. So if you look outside right now, you'll see all our trees are blooming, and a lot of my friends and family have been calling. Um, they keep, yeah. It's great to have a doctor me. in the family. I wish I had one. <laughs> you can call me. It's all good. <laughs> um, so no, a lot of the, so many of them calling because they're all worried. They're like, oh, no, do I have COVID? Do I have allergies? I'm like, okay, let's step back. Let's talk about what are you feeling. So, you know, if you're noticing symptoms of sneezing, itchy eyes, nose, um, you're clearing your throat a little bit, like <clears throat> just that kind of cough, then you're probably having allergies, especially if you had it last year. But mm-hmm. now, when do you worry? What are the worrisome symptoms? Mm-hmm. I think if you are noticing things like a fever, you're having body aches, you're so tired where you're like, I can't get out of bed, I can't move to get to my bathroom, then that's probably COVID. Whereas if you're like having allergies, you'll be like, hmm, I am a little bit tired, but and you may not want to go to work, but you can still do it. It's, you're not as exhausted. So so those are some of the big differences between allergies and COVID symptoms. Well, uh, Dr. Malde, it's I'm glad you mentioned that the, you know, seasonal allergies are really bad right now, because I do feel as though um, uh, people are suffering a lot more right now. Yeah, no, I think, you know, one of the big problems that are happening is our seasons are a little bit changed up from usual Um, because of global warming. The seasons are longer than they used to be. Back about even 10 years ago, when I first became an allergist, mm-hmm. I would tell people, trees are usually in season March and April. By the end of April, you should start feeling better. But now that goes into May, and then our grasses start pollinating a little bit better like later. So now you have May and June, and even to July, that's pollinating. So when people are outside playing with their children or themselves, like going for bike rides and going for runs, they're like, God, I'm getting my sneezing itching now, mm-hmm. and it's lasting a lot longer. And with all the rain the mold counts are going up and that's what's bothering people as well. Oh, I was just going to ask you about the rain because we have had so much rain. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, no, the mold has really been bad. Um, So that's definitely affecting people and making them miserable as well. So if you're you're somebody who, when you notice the symptoms with the rain, it's like, oh, my mold is probably my allergy. Whereas when the, the rain goes away and it's been like today in the afternoon or even tomorrow, more than likely the trees will start to bother you a little bit more. Well, you might not be related to uh, Dr. Beju Malde, but uh, the number here is 312-981-7200 if you have a question for her about your symptoms. So, uh, Dr. Malde, can allergy symptoms be really bad, though? Can they hit a level where it just it's hard to get through your day? 
Absolutely. You know, 80% of asthma even has an allergic component. So for some people and some patients, they will notice, I am short of breath. I'm having chest tightness. I'm wheezing. I'm coughing uncontrollably. And that can be due to their allergies. In addition to the fact they have red, itchy eyes to the point they, again, can't go to work as easily. They can't play outside. Um, These are even can be very miserable and very annoying for everyday life. So they can be uh, very severe. At that point, that's when they you need to seek uh, medical help and get a prescription? I think even if you're not even that bad and you're a little bit bad, it is still good to get um, a medical opinion and medical advice. Um, For example, let's say you have a little bit of itchy eyes. You know, you can do some simple things like keeping the windows shut or showering after you get home. But you might need things like oral antihistamines to feel better or in more severe cases, like I said, if you're having a hard time going to work or playing with your friends outside, you might need nasal steroids. But definitely at that point, you should consult with your doctor, especially if you have a contraindication to certain over-the-counter medications. It's good to know what can you use and what should you not use based on your own health. I've always wanted to ask an allergist, and this is my opportunity, um, of the over-the-counter, like uh, Claritin and Zyrtec, and then um, are those helpful? They are. They are. It depends um, how symptomatic you are. If you're having mild symptoms, many of the oral antihistamines are helpful. But if your allergies symptoms get more severe, then the nasal steroids are more helpful. And some of the oral antihistamines that are over-the-counter your Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec, Zizol can be sedating. So that's something you should ask your doctor which ones would be good for you. Um, so when you talk about nasal steroids, is there one that you recommend that's just over the counter? I don't have a preference amongst the nasal steroids. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many over there. I think some of the more common ones that people use are Flonase or Fluticasone, Nasacort, which is Triamcinolone. Um, those are probably two of the more common ones that are available over the counter. Okay. What are some? Of, what so? What's an allergic reaction that you need to definitely go seek immediate uh, care with your doctor for? So there's lots of types of allergic reactions. Um, the mo- some of the ones that most people are con- are familiar with are when they're having sneezing and itchy eyes. The ones, the allergic reactions that are most severe, but you will not get this with um, outdoor or indoor allergens, is if you're having severe allergic reaction. You get lip swelling, tongue swelling, throat tightness, hives. Those are the more severe allergic reactions that more people seek care for if they ate something that did bother them. But the otherwise, these other allergy symptoms that are from the pollens and the indoor allergens that are mm-hmm. causing you to be miserable. Those are also reasons to seek help. What about um, with children? I mean, do parents need to look out for something in particular with their kids right now in terms of allergies? Uh, Many kids, typically most kids will show their allergic symptoms to pollen or even to their indoor allergens often after some kids within a year of life, often after about three years of life, and their symptoms, you'll start noticing they're rubbing their nose um, It's caught, or they're rubbing their eyes a little bit more. They won't say as much. They may not tell you, hey, I have itchy eyes, mommy, or my nose is itchy, or daddy. They'll say, oh, you'll notice they like, just touch their nose more. They're touching their eyes more, or they're getting red and itchy eyes. So paying attention to what they're doing will help you figure out what symptoms are bothering them. 
I know this is a little bit um, tangential here, but uh, in terms of asthma sufferers, you never recommend that you self-prescribe like an inhaler or anything? No, absolutely not. I think asthma is very severe and should definitely be, you definitely need to see a doctor for help with it because some of the medicines that we have on the market don't stop the underlying inflammation of asthma. So you want to make sure we stop that. And that's where there's medicines such as inhaled steroids that are good for that. And the doctor that takes care of you will know which one is most appropriate for you. Um, so, Dr. Malde, I know that there's been, uh, it seems as though a lot of the hospital systems and hospitals are opening back up for other types of care. Um, have you been working throughout this pandemic? I have been working, but actually I've been doing a lot of telemedicine. So most of my colleagues, including myself, are at home and taking a lot of phone calls, helping our patients um, who are suffering with different symptoms to try to help them with trying to discern, do they have allergies? Do they have asthma? Are they having COVID? And many of us are at home trying to help them through it. So I I have not been in my office for many weeks as well. and doing being home during the stay-at-home order as well. Um, but in the next few weeks, it does seem as though a lot of hospital systems are opening back up. We are, we are. So many of us are going in a couple days a week, seeing patients. Um, the hospital systems have been very good about trying to make sure that it's safe for uh, patients to come in, uh, whether it's checking temperatures before the patients are coming to the office, screening patients ahead of time, for influenza-like symptoms, and also we're having people wear masks, some of which are the surgical masks so that nobody transmits anything to each other. So if someone feels as though they need to go see a doctor, they shouldn't hesitate in terms of reaching out, whether that's through telehealth or, or in the next few upcoming weeks, actually physically going to the hospital. No, actually, I think it's a bad idea to actually stay at home and not take care of your health. I think reaching out to your physician is the best way to get good health care. And we're all here to help you. We will help you figure out, do we need to see you in the office? Do we think it's best for you to be um, taken care of over the telephone? And the emergency rooms are doing a phenomenal job making sure that patients are appropriately triaged so that they can make sure that you are safe, they are safe, and the rest of the patients that are going there are safe as well. And uh, Dr. Malde, you said the bottom line is really the difference, um, the thing that you that's alarming that you need to look out for is if you have fever, right? I think, you know, about at least 60% of patients who do have COVID will have a fever, um, although not everybody presents with that. And the fever can be low-grade. Even like 99 is a fever, even though we typically think of that as a low-grade fever. But that's one of the bigger symptoms that helps us um, figure out which of the two symptoms. Now, there are asymptomatic carriers. There are people with low-grade symptoms as well. But that, I think, is one of the bigger symptoms that more patients who are more symptomatic, more um, worrisome will have that, and or the cough is deeper often. It's a much heartier cough, and a lot. some of those patients also are experiencing shortness of breath, and that's a little bit more worrisome symptom as well. Um, so, Dr. 
uh, this is a little bit off topic as well, but it seems as though I have a couple of friends that are fascinated and feel as though they need to go get tested to see what they're really allergic to, whether it's something that they're eating or something in the environment. Do you, is that something that you recommend for everybody? Or at what point do you need to go and have that test where you're sort of tested to see if you're allergic to anything and everything on planet Earth? Right. So there is no blanket skin testing that can be done. I think that based on your symptoms, seeing an allergist is appropriate. For example, if you're noticing nasal symptoms, you're noticing sneezing, runny, itchy eyes, um, you're thinking about getting a cat or a dog and you notice symptoms when you visited um, family or friends with cats or dogs, getting skin testing can help you understand what your allergies are. And it's really helpful because it's not always medications. We'll talk up a lot about avoidance measures if we figure out your allergies um, as well. In terms of is there a skin testing for, let me just skin test you for all the foods available, Mm -hmm. that's not as um, helpful because, again, symptoms that you're experiencing are are the most important question. So, um, that's what the, the, again, the doctor, the allergist will ask you many questions first and then decide if skin testing is appropriate or not. Got it. Okay. I'm going to talk to my, I have a couple of friends that said, I just discovered that I have a slight allergy to kiwis or something. Um, so I'm glad to have that cleared up because then they would say, you should go get tested and see what you, you might be allergic to things. It might be causing inflammation, but that's really not a good use of your allergist uh, doctor's time. Right. No, it's, we, you know, we want to be able to help you with your symptoms. So depending on your symptoms, then we can definitely decide which, which skin testing is more appropriate for you or not. Well, yeah. doctor, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. You've been very enlightening. Dr. Beju Malde, she is an allergist at Northwestern Medical Group Primary and Specialty Care. Take care of yourself and we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Have a great day. You as well.